Welcome back, kids. Unlike Antonio Brown, we still got shit to do. Stuff to talk about. Movies, TV, entertainment, Area 51. Let's all talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick it, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna shit on something. <laughs> Tell so you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling nothing ass, but underwear. Probably naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. I don't ever want to take a break like that again. Why? Why not? Because it was no fun. I was saying just before we started, it feels like we haven't done this in a month. Thank and you. And I'm not okay with it. Thank you, everybody <laughs> out there, for being patient. Uh, we still had people listening to some stuff. Uh, the marketing angel was pushing back episodes. Had to take a week off because I had to go out of town for work. Who doesn't love reruns? Yeah. I, 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 right nobody, the office. apparently. Right? Right the office. <laughs> um, uh, and I missed it. I, if, if there was like a hole in, in my life. I had to focus on work, and it was, it was the worst thing ever. Yeah, but we're sucks. back. We're back, and we're in the middle of uh, we're in the we're, we're in the rip snorting part of football season, and we got hockey about yes. uh, two weeks away. Less than two weeks, sir. Less and than two weeks. It's a Sunday morning, and I'm not I'm not working, so I'm good with it. Yep. So, how have you been? I, I mean, bored. Bored. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get some NHL 2K twenty five thousand in or whatever it yes, is? Yes, I have. Am knee deep in NHL 20 on PlayStation 4. It's just awesome. It's it it's getting me through until the season starts. Put it that is way. Is that is that the new version? Did you it's get the newest the season? Is it better than 19? Yes. Cuz you it talked is. about how good 19 is. 19 was. is a fantastic hockey game and I really struggled with it, but being that it's a new season and then the shakes kicked in and you know, you know that hockey addiction took over and I'm like, "You know what? Why not?" So as Tom Haverford would say, treat yourself. Treat yourself. So I got NHL 20, and I've been playing it like crazy, and it is a great, great hockey game. Awesome. That's yeah. fantastic. Because you know what you run into when you're playing sports games on PlayStation or Xbox? Like, some of the players are just dumb. Yeah, and they're, or, they're, they're, or there's always a hack. Like, and to give you, you know, if you're a hockey fan, you'll understand this. Like, you know, if the puck goes gliding by a player in 19, a lot of times the player would just stand there. But in 20, they'll go for the loose puck. They'll actually turn around or throw their stick backwards to go after that puck or chip it away or um, they just the, – there's no – they're not standing there like mannequins at times. And it's the, – the goalies are better. Like, it, it, it's a tougher game, but it's more fun. Nice. And the, the playability is just – I mean, NHL, two, NHL games in general have always been great, but I'm really happy I decided to get this one. Cool. Yep. I – uh. I'm that guy who's lucky enough to find out that a new game's coming out, and then you wait eight months, and then when it comes out, you're out of town, so you have to wait an extra week. Yeah. I got, I got Borderlands 3 the other day. Yeah, and I know you and Richard were yeah. huge talking about that months and months ago. Oh, um, so excited. Yeah, the ratings are through the roof on it. I mean, it's... I like it. I have a couple of issues with it. I, I, 
I think that they tried, in my honest opinion, the one of the things that I loved about Borderlands so much was its cartoony ridiculousness effect to it, right? The animation is really cool. Yeah. I think that they tried to make this a little more realistic, uh, maybe went after a different market, but it feels a lot like playing Call of Duty now. I know you're playing the fighting the same stuff. The graphics are incredible. Right. And the 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 the, the, the weapons and all that stuff is really cool. But like in the old one, you'd shoot it and you'd see this cartoony shot come out. But now it's like real gunshot sounds with actual bullet. I I'm I haven't I'm still trying to adjust over it's to it. New. And I've only played it for like an There's hour. So many. The but games are it's just, there's so much coming out. The, the new Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Breakpoint is coming out. Um, the new Call of Duty, which the beta is out right now, that I've been playing with you know my buddies and and Dylan for a while now, and it's it, it's crazy fun. There's just there's so much. There's a new Star Wars game coming out in November. There's uh, which one is that? The Fall of the Jedi. Uh, is it a, like a first-person shooter? <coughs> it's an actual campaign Star Wars game now. It's not a multiplayer shoot 'em up or anything like that. It's an actual story-based game, which Star Wars has been missing for a long time. But games are, I mean, this is the time of year. I mean, Christmas is coming up and all these holidays and making out all these big games. So it's got to, unless you're going to set aside a couple, you know, three, four hundred bucks for all these games, Ugh. you really got to pick and choose which ones you really want. And well, it's, it's uh, just like everything else. But so, mu so much that you can spend your money on. There hasn't been, you know, this... A, a slate of games like this coming out in a while where everything just looks so good. So, yeah, I've been doing that. Can't beat that. Watch a little, uh, I know you were gone. Did you get a chance to see the Alec Baldwin roast? I did not. I okay. saw I saw little snippets of it. Good, because I brought a clip. Oh, nice. But I will say, everybody that has a sense of humor loves the roast, right? Oh, of course. This roast in particular, in my opinion, is the funniest one since the Flavor Flav roast. Oh. And that flavor flavor roast was, was brutal. It was rough. I mean, they filleted that guy. There were no holds parts. Well, Nothing. I mean, the guy had a has, he wears a clock around his neck. It's it should fillet him. It, 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 and you know what? Credit to all the people that go on these roasts for having the sense of humor to do that. Alec Baldwin, I didn't think was gonna. I was like, what? This guy seems like a. Fl I mean, granted, we don't know these people just by seeing what we see on TV. Seems like the ultimate asshole, but man, he took it like a champ. I saw him. I saw him giving Blake Griffin the business. Oh, it's the line where he told him, uh, "I it looks Blake. It looks like you're doing what you're good at, sitting and watching other people work." Yes, <laughs> it's. Uh, it was. If you haven't seen the roast yet, and you have, you know, a good sense of humor, <laughs> you're not a, a wuss bag. But that that's going to get into the clip that I that I brought for you to listen to. Sweet. Um, super funny and just brutal. And Caitlyn Jenner, I. Think what you want. I know I've got my own opinions on that whole thing, that but he was a champ. And yes, I'll say he he took a beating, but also dished it out quite well. With, wow! With, I, I didn't. Mean, I didn't. I didn't realize that uh, he Wheaties. Let's just say Wheaties. Wheaties. I didn't realize that Wheaties was on there. Wheaties did a fantastic job. Nice. Um, not only being a good sport, but also being able to to really punch back, which you know. Wheaties has the genetics to punch back like a guy. Let's right. just say that. <laughs> so, and trust me, that's nothing compared to what, what was said on this roast. But um, the moment that stood out for me is because, you know, we started doing this podcast and all the stuff that we talk about and the opinions we have and the stuff that, you know, the discussions we have, it's, you know, it, it's not kindergarten. You know, we're grown-ass men. You know, we should be able to talk like that. And 
Adam Carolla had the line, and it's only a minute and a half, and he basically summed up what is wrong with everything in TV. And you know, if you look at SNL, they just fired a guy based on jokes that he said. I don't know how long ago. You know this culture that we have now which they called the cancel culture like if you did anything in the past 30 years and someone finds out about it now you're labeled a bad person for what you said god knows how long ago and then you're kicked off something fired from something whatever right um canada's going through that with justin trudeau yeah at some party had blackface on and this was i mean from the picture it looked like it was 20 years ago 20 25 years ago i think it was 2000 something it seemed like it was a long time ago yeah could have been the picture i don't know but for God's sakes, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, well, it, it, you can smoke dope, I it, guess, and get in the White House. That's, here's that the thing. Did you murder anybody? Did you commit a felony? If not, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I know that the whole, uh, the whole blackface thing is um, it's a big deal uh, with, the, I guess they call it cultural appropriation and all that stuff. But I, I also feel like, I mean, I can see people getting upset about it, sure, you know, of I, I, and, and, and it, it probably is disrespectful. And, and, and I think the reason that it's considered disrespectful is really because of the reason blackface existed so that white people could play black people in movies and black people didn't have to pay them. And that that's that what that was or, or it didn't have to play them, not pay them. I get it. But also, I, I don't know if they're doing it in this situation. Are they being disrespectful? Are they just having fun? I, I don't know. I, un- I understand that it's a ta- it's taboo as far yep. as society was. But was it? taboo and i'm throwing air quotes up there right was it taboo brutal in 2000 or even the one you know i don't like her hillary clinton there's that picture of her in blackface i don't like her but that was like in the mid 70s it was it was culturally acceptable in the mid 70s just like smoking in a restaurant was culturally acceptable but that's also before everyone turned into right absolute political correctness pussies if i showed up offended by everything yeah if i show up at a party tomorrow and i'm in blackface then, yeah, you should kick my ass because everybody has agreed now that it's not really something you should do. But I don't know, man. It's such a slippery slope. And, and, it, and here's my problem. And, yes, it's, you know, for some people say, well, you can't have an opinion on it because you're white. Well, yeah, I am white, but I do have an opinion on it because guess what? I, used, I grew up watching SNL back when it was not worried about what it was uh, saying or doing. We all, we all did. Is anybody going to be outraged that Eddie Murphy did whiteface? And it was a hilarious skit where he dressed up as the, the, the white news reporter. Oh, it was so funny. The voice, that he, it doesn't offend me at all. It, I don't care because yeah, it was but, funny. But you're coming, you're, coming from, you're coming from this side of the fence, too. Total, uh, totally you know understand. What I mean? it, but it, do, it doesn't offend me, but it's not like I had to go through any of that stuff. So eh. it, it's, 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 a, it's a tough situation but to, my to point put yourself is, in. My point on that is it's the opposite side of the fence. Eddie Murphy did that skit, which was, if you haven't seen it, look it up, because it is funny. It's Eddie Murphy back when he was Eddie Murphy. Painted himself all up white like a news reporter, gave himself the most Caucasian name ever. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but he had the, he had the voice. He sounded a lot like Carlton from you know Fresh what? Prince. Like when Dave Chappelle did it on his show. Yes. Which was just years ago where yeah. he did the same thing. I don't care. I wasn't like, oh, this is outrageous. No, yeah, this but is Dave Chappelle's funny. allowed. Dave Chappelle's allowed to do that because he's a woman. Dave Chappelle, sure, because he's a woman. It makes no sense. I know. Yeah, I know. It, it's my point is, it it's so frustrating because everyone is such babies now, and it makes me sick. Either I don't care what color, what race, what gender you are, whatever it is, it 
if you're going to let let people's words and stuff get you so worked up, then I I think that that's a problem with with that person. They just need to lighten up a lot. A lot. But listen to what Adam Carolla had to say, and I, I think this sums it up perfectly. Maybe. <laughs> Loading. Here we go. Hello, my baby. Here Hello, my honey. <laughs> See? There you go. There, there's another one. Oh, no, that's Michigan Day Frog. That was a frog. And if I can rant for just one minute here, you're a great sport. You have a great sense of humor, unlike the social justice warriors who are going to be out there tweeting that all the jokes are problematic. You people can blow me, you pussy fucksticks. <laughs> This is a goddamn roast. Comedians need a place where they can be offensive without your bullshit fake outrage. <laughs> you hashtag heroes. You already ruined the Oscars. You're all woke and no joke. So, if you were offended by anything said tonight, Please give a reach around to your emotional support dog and shut the fuck up. Wow. He's so good. So this is, I know this is a sensitive. So yeah, it's Is uh, it sensitive? No, yeah. That, <laughs> I, got, I got a little trigger happy there on the, on the next one. But that, that basically sums up my feelings on everything these days. There just needs to be more humor and less peoples with panties in a bunch is all. I, I get it if people are trying to be mean, but I mean, there's there, to me, there's there's situations where you're making a joke and you're having fun, and it's it's they use that term locker room talk sometimes, and I don't necessarily agree with that, but it, it it's hard to understand when people are having fun with it and being mean with it, and. And and it really kind of boils down to the story that I was telling you about on the game Friday night. I made both teams stop talking to each other, right? Because I didn't know if they were joking or if they were serious. And if you can't tell if they're joking or being serious, then it goes crazy. Well, you don't know if somebody's having fun. So it's not like you're sitting around the table with your boys and you're you know you're telling me to go fuck yourself. You know you know. But then you walk through a Walmart and some guy tells you to go fuck yourself. Now you're ready to fight. Well, the, but it's the same sense. That's what I was going to say is you're dealing with high school kids playing football. They don't even know the difference. No, I, I know they but don't. But when you're dealing with adults in certain things, you can tell when someone's attacking someone or if someone's just trying to make be funny and get someone to laugh. Normal people with common sense and, and good motor skills can, but unfortunately there is a lack of those people in this country. And and that's what's frustrating. It, it is. It's super frustrating. But um, go, go watch the Rose. Jeff, I, I, Jeffrey Ross – Nikki Glazier is just amazing. She's super funny. Um, the I can't remember the guy, the host. The host was uh, he played. He's a real life gay guy, but he was on Will and Grace, I think. Oh yeah, um, um, Stewart. Uh, no, not no. He yeah. He has glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he played. He, he's he played the host. Jack. He, he's the host. Why Jeffrey Ross wasn't? I don't. I don't know. I think they're really good buddies in real life, so that's why he was the host. But Jeffrey Ross was fantastic. He always is. There's, uh, it, it was a really good roast. There was no Anthony Jeselnik, which is sad because he is a legend when it comes to roasts. That guy is just. It, it's speaking of that, um, his he's got a new show on Comedy Central, which is called Good Talk with Anthony Jeselnik. There's only been two weeks so far. It's just a sit down, just like we're doing. He interviews someone. The first week was Nick Kroll. 
Oh. And the second week was Kristen Shaw. And nice. those two, they were like going back. I, 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 I ugh, can't even talk. I listen to his podcast every week, which is short with Greg Rosenthal with the NFL Network. Jessamick? Yeah, Jessamick. Yep. It's called the. It's JRVP. Jesselnick and Rosenthal Vanity Project is what it is. It's hilarious. It's just like 40 minutes, but it's just them talking about regular, just the same thing we're doing. They're just famous. Um, he's hilarious. The new stand-up on Netflix, I know you got a lot of catching up to do. Dave Chappelle's new stand-up on Netflix. I heard it's really good. I saw the Jesse Schmollier uh, little just rant thing. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I personally think this is his best stand-up to date. Why there was backlash and outrage on it, of course, because there was a lot of non-PC stuff in it, which that's it. He doesn't care. No, and he could give a shit. But he does it so well. And, again, it's all jokes. Well, you know what? The thing, the thing that I like about Dave Chappelle a lot is he gets crap because he supposedly, you know, uh, he does that. I'm not going to say racist, but, you know, Off color. brings, brings, <laughs> brings racial t- tones into his comedy. I'm okay with that because he's not just anti-white or anti-black or anti-whatever. He's anti-if it's stupid. He's anti-stupid. He's going to be all over it. Uh, I, I still remember the, the, the line he says something about, so when we heard, well he said, when we heard this guy's story, we knew something was wrong. He said he was walking down the street at 2 a.m. by himself. He's like, what are you doing, going to Subway? Yeah, <laughs> like the way he acted out that interview. Oh, so funny. He's like, okay, so it's 2 in the morning in Chicago? Yeah. Okay, and it was 15 degrees below zero. All right, all right, yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely worth seeing. It's uh, I think it's his best stand up, and all of his are good. This one to me shines because he he points out a lot of stuff, even to himself. He makes fun of himself a little bit on there. He really be- gives it to the fans as well for the culture that we have these days. But he does it so funny, so it's he, definitely he, worth checking out. He's he's hilarious for sure. What do you got? Because I got a list of shit. Uh, go ahead, hit, hit up another one because one of mine's pretty big, and it's gonna be it's gonna be Grumpy Greg time. Oh Jesus Christ, we haven't had that in a while. So we'll give everyone time to prepare. Go yeah. grab your Charmin yeah. and settle and I, in and for I just had some. I be. just saw some breaking news come across the phone here that we're gonna talk about too. S- stop! Li- literally breaking L- literally news. Literally breaking on news on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Great. All right. Well. One thing that happened, not it wasn't a big deal. It was just a, f- a fun little debate, which Twitter is known for with our buddy Colby. Yep. Yep. Someone, it wasn't him that put it out. It was someone that put out one of the other podcasts. I can't remember which one it was. It was just a, okay, and it seems to be a popular thing on Twitter lately. There's four, th- you, you, there's four things. One has to go. Yeah. So it, like, I hate you know, those because I like all four. Yeah, it, and they always pick one. But to me, this one... I, I had to respond to it because it was so easy. So I'm going to give you four things. Okay. I'm going to give you four movies. One has to go. All right. And you have to tell me which one you think has to go, and then I'll tell you what I thought. So these four movies you have are Logan, The Dark Knight, Endgame, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated movie on Netflix. One of those has to go. Which one are you taking? I haven't seen Spider-Verse yet. Okay. But I haven't heard anybody that saw it say it was not phenomenal. I've seen it. Well, that's the one that would go for you. It's the one that would go for me, and it wasn't even a thought. But I'll tell you why. Kobe gave me some shit in a fun way, but... I don't think think it could be in-game, just because if you watched in-game, you saw all the others and that finale, and plus it was just a really good movie. I really liked Logan. 
I, 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 that should have been every Wolverine. If they'd have done every Wolverine movie like that, Hugh Jackman would still be. They'd have been pumping out one a year, and he would have been in the MCU, yeah. automatically. Given what happened in the past year, of course. I mean, I, I say, I say, I haven't seen it. What was the other one? Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Spider Verse. I'd probably have to pick Spider Verse just because, even though I love cartoons. It's a cartoon, okay. But but I have not. I have uh, honestly, I've been wanting to watch it. Want to watch it. I have not heard a single person see that that did not say it was fucking phenomenal. It's okay. And and here's where I'm going with this. It's good, but you just put a cartoon movie, animated movie that was decent, up against three of arguably some of the best comic book movies we have ever seen, in Logan, The Dark Knight, and Endgame. Those are monumental, like Mount Rushmore level yeah. comic book movies, and mm-hmm. then you're going to put a, an animated, a cartoon movie up against it. I'm not saying it wasn't good; it was good, but it's nothing that I'm like, oh my god, that was the that you know a lot of people throw this term around game changer. It was not a game changer. It was a really cool animation style, like Borderlands. It was it, that's what it reminds me of watching it. It reminds me of Borderlands with that a- animation. It was a cool story, you know. The, the multiverse comes into play, obviously. Right. Um, I there's just no way you can compare that movie to those other three titans. Well, the reason fun. the reason that it is supposedly such a game changer is because of the animation style. It it has is it's kind of revolutionized it. But again, I I I I think I have to agree with you. I, I and and see that's that's why those arguments to me and this isn't a disrespect to anybody. Those arguments to me are stupid because that's like okay, um, your left hand, your right hand, your left foot, your right foot. One of them has to go. Right. Fuck you. I need all four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, leave me alone. I, don't, I eat fries with those hands. Yeah, son of a bitch. How, if, how, if, you, if I get rid of my left hand, what am I going to do while I'm drinking my beer? I mean, come on. Not play Xbox. Right? Right. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I just think it was the wrong movie to put in that category. Now, if you'd have made that all four different, like if you'd have thrown in some of the DC animated movies. Like a Man of Steel. What if you'd thrown in Man of Steel? No, or if you take Spider-Verse out and you put Man of Steel in there, yeah, n- yeah now we're talking. Yeah. Like, now it's like, oh, shit. Something. something or, or another movie that people are highly regard. Some people are going to say, oh, Man of Steel sucked. Okay, I get it. I, I know. Yeah. But I, that was just the first thing that came to mind was to put a real, an actual movie. A non-animated movie, yeah. Right. So, yeah, it, it, it ended up with some fun back and forth, as it always is with Colby, because he, he's a good guy. Um, even the other podcasts and stuff that put, I mean, it was fun. It was all, you know, good rimming back and forth. But um, my whole thing was that you just picked the wrong movie to put in that category. Yeah, I agree. Out, out of the four. I agree. Okay. Um, Greg's going to put his grumpy pants on. Shit. Here okay. we go. I'm going to, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to read you some stuff. And uh, this, no, no, this is, no, this isn't angry with you or anything. This is just, um, it's kind of like uh, a State of the Union angry march here. You'll understand where I'm going. Susan and I were doing some stuff. Um, we got some things coming here for October because w- your ho- your favorite ho- holiday of the year is Halloween. Oh, it's my Christmas. And it's and Susan's it's Susan's favorite holiday of the year. She loves so Halloween too. So much fun. So we are going to step up our game with a lot of stuff that we're doing this month. We're going to have a, a, a several things on Twitter. We'll get to it here in, in a in a minute. Here, I'm going to read you some movie names. Okay. Oh, this okay. is fun. Okay. And I want you to tell me what you think all of these movies have in common. Okay, go. Okay. 
You're going to shit yourself when you find out what they have it's in a common. good thing there's plenty of Charmin here. All right. All quiet on the rest Western Front. The Crow, an American werewolf in London, Drop Dead Fred, Starship Troopers, The NeverEnding Story, War Games, Time Bandits, American Psycho, The Birds, Commando, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Escape from New York, Heavy Metal, Highlander, Little Shop of Horrors, Romancing the Stone, Scarface, Short Circuit, The Bodyguard, The Wild Bunch, Flight of the Navig Navigator, Videodrome, Weird Science, The Toxic Avenger. Any idea yet? Uh, no, because this is all over the place. Van Helsing, All of Me, Bloodsport, Logan's Run, Police Academy, Mahoney, Cliffhanger. See how many pages I got here? Yeah. Battle Royale, Day of the Dead, Firestarter, Hellraiser, Private Benjamin, Spawn, The Thomas Crown Affair, Spawn. The Craft, Alien Nation, Big Trouble in Little China, The Blob, Blue Thunder. Wow. The Grudge, The Howling, The Masters of the Universe, Memento, <laughs> The Masters Fugitive. The Masters of the Universe was a train wreck. Yeah, it was. New one coming, though. The Naked Gun. Well, you're on to something there, aren't you? Roadhouse. Oh, She's All That. Shut up. Sister Act. Every one of those fucking movies has been greenlit or is in production being remade. Every one of those movies. The next time I hear anybody talk about a fucking writer's strike in Hollywood, I am getting in my car and I am driving <laughs> out there and I am going to slap every one of those worthless motherfuckers in the face. Are you telling me that you can't come up with anything new? Some of these movies should never, ever, ever be touched. They're never. They're remaking all of me. Remember that movie with Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin? Back and bull. Do we, do we need to remake that movie? For one, who asked for it? <laughs> Here, l let me see that list. The, the ones that I really have took exception to, okay, All Quiet on the Western Front, I'm all for that because I never saw the original one, and World War I is amazing. Um, <sighs> Highlander? No. D d leave Hands it off. It's, it's perfect. Hands off. Uh, now, if you want to remake Highlander 2, go ahead. <laughs> Please, if you want to do a whole different sequel, oh. I'm okay with that. Um, Romancing the Stone, y you're not going to make that a better movie. I'm sorry. Just leave it alone. Mortal Kombat, yes. Absolutely, 100%, please. And I know that the filming started on that this week. I am pumped for the new one because it's going to be done properly. Now, I'm okay with the Mortal Kombat because you have such a dearth of characters that you can pull from. It's, it's like a sequel. But we're not talking about sequels with those movies. Re this is full-blown remake. Remake, correct. You don't. You do not. You do not. Do not. Colby, back me up on this. You do not do it. Touch Hitchcock. You uh, fucking leave Hitchcock because every time somebody remakes Hitchcock, it's a fucking joke. Perfect example. Psycho. They did a shot-for-shot shot remake. Why? With Vince Vaughn. Uh, yeah. Exactly. There was only two things that were different in that entire movie. One of them was him uh, jerking off when he was watching her in the shower. <laughs> And the other one was when he walked up the, f the, the stairs, there was, there was something on a painting that was different. And it was garbage. It right. was a shot-for-shot shot remake, and it was garbage. Leave Hitchcock alone. Um, leave, where was it? Leave Cannonball Run Alone. You are n there's no way in hell that you're going to improve upon that. That's supposed to be um, new, new people that are related to the old people with new cars. Or, or oh, say, so it's a continue. It, okay, it's, so it's but, not a remake but or a reboot. For, yeah, but you, 
It's done. It's done. It's over. It's you got to leave it alone. And the originals are flawless. They were unbelievable, dude. Dean when, Martin and Sammy when Davis Jr. Fucking is the Jackie priest. Chan is driving down the road and he's in that car and he says, "Oh, these night vision is the cat's ass." Yes. Ma. Uh, Van Helsing, I'm totally okay with. Yeah, them that was garbage that because that was that was so bad. But uh, still, you can't come up with these guys. Can't come up with anything new. I I'm with you, man. Nothing. And I swear to God, do not touch Big Trouble in Little China. What? <laughs> and the Rock was attached to it, but. I, I get what you're saying. Just come up with some new shit, please. I no, you know, you're right. Let, let let's just throw it out there. Big Trouble in Little China is a horrible movie, but absolutely. It's a, but it's a great movie, it's and and it's I don't call don't breathe. call yourself a writer because I can remake Roadhouse. Absolutely, I can. I and and in fact, I'm going to so I can have free fucking health insurance with my SAG card. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> Family Guy fans will understand that. Su- Susan and I were looking for something yesterday, and she came across that. And she's like, "Are you? can you believe there? I'm like, ugh. They're, dude, they're bringing back Mad About You on TV. I saw that. And you see that it's just for Spectrum? Just for Spectrum. Who the fuck cares about Paul and Jamie anymore? Seriously. Well, again, who asked for it? Hey, thank you. Uh, it's crazy. Apparently, Helen Hunt can't get an acting gig anymore, and Paul Reiser's last show was a fucking flop. So let's just go back to... Well, Let's not forget Helen Hunt gave up on Tom Hanks and cast away, okay? It's your fault. Fucking bitch. Jerk. Well, there is a movie coming out that's not a remake that'll make you happy. What's that? Joker. Yeah. A week from Friday. Yep. Finally. Um, but but even though it's good, I'm excited about it. <laughs> it's like the ninth one of these. <laughs> it's... I, I get what you're saying, but it's not. I know it's not a remake. It's a it's a reimagining or uh, it's a it's a continuation of a story that we've never had. I I, I understand it's, that. I'm just I, I like to it make because it's um because it's original and it's something that they the cool thing about this movie is they took a minor plot points from multiple comic series and put them together. Yes, and of yes, course, here's what happened. Now, a certain group of people, you know, we talked about it a few episodes ago, so I won't drag it out, but people are saying, well, I'm worried. This is going to cause people to imitate it or make bad things happen. You know what? So what? Because tell me a time in history where we didn't have to deal with psychopaths that, you know, do whatever. So, you know, I'm going to watch it, and guess what? I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to go paint my face up like a clown and rob a bank or anything like that. I just can't wait to see a good comic book movie with, the arguably the greatest villain of all time. Uh, he probably is. And it's only a week from Friday already. I know. It's I crazy. Know. Um, I know. Well, this is such a great time of year anyway. It really is. Because you have, um, I, I mean, I wish I wish that we lived farther north. Uh, I remember living in North Carolina for this time of year with the weather change and everything, and you could really enjoy Halloween here. It, it, it's still, pre- it can be pretty warm. But Cider I love, I love this time. Of, I love this time of year because you can watch movies like, you know, The Shining and uh, Scream and um, The Thing and all these different movies and things like that. But but to have these other movies that come out in the theaters that are usually pretty solid and worth watching. Right. Um, you know, we've got a couple of them that are coming. We knew we the hurricane was coming, but <laughs> didn't know how <laughs> we, we got... <laughs> I, what, what, who's, who's in here? With, what, what, hap- what happened right Can there? Can I just tell you how much I fucking hate ads on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Well, they got to make money somehow. We got Doctor Sleep coming. We got the, the, we got Joker. Um, there's this some pretty cool, right? Yes. One John Carpenter John Carpenter wrote that and played that. I know it's crazy, right? Um, 
Doctor Sleep. Did you see the newest trailer? I have not. I know you're not a big trailer guy. I have not. But this newest trailer, it is a full blown Shining sequel. Like it's. Oh yeah. They they go back. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. The trailer shows you what, like, the premise of it, and it's a full blown. They go back to the Overlook. That you know, there's there's a scene in the trailer where he's actually pokes his head through the broken door from the axe. Um, you know, it's all worn down, abandoned, and it's it's. The twins are, you know, the, the twins pop up in a scene that, you know, scares the shit out of him. He flies out of bed. But Dr. Sleep looks amazing. Looks it creepy. looks super which good. Wh- which is what we want. They, they flash back to the elevator with the blood coming out of the elevator. It's This trailer really got me excited to see it because the first one didn't give you that much. It just know that it's Danny. Right. This one, it's full blown shining. This this is a cool. This, to me, this is a cool story as well. It's not just it well. Is. It's Danny the Shining. Here we go. I mean, you've got people looking to kill him. Yeah, well, because not, of that. Not him. The the little kids. I I anybody maybe, that has maybe. the Shining yeah. is who they're out to kill. Yeah, I think that they feed off of kids after they torture them or yes. something. But I haven't read the book. I to be honest with you, I didn't even know that this book was a real thing until like six months ago when we still. I think we talked about it in our movie preview, and yep. I I would like to read it, but I haven't had the chance. You know what's funny? What when I saw that the book was coming out. My first thought was, God, I wish I read books. Because <laughs> I really want to know what happens. How many pictures are in that? Yep. It's not a comic? All right, I'm out. I, I do. I, I give credit to people that read books like crazy because I just. I love to read. I You, I mean, I know a lot of people that do. Nick, our buddy Nick, he can read like nobody's business. He's got travel versions of the Lord of the Rings books. No, I'm sorry. I take that back. Game of Thrones. He's got travel versions. So it's a smaller book. You can take it with you. He's got a whole set of them. Like it's crazy, and he re- it's what a fucking weirdo. It's um, and it's it's a cool set too. I've seen it. It's it's awesome. But you know, he reads. Uh, the wife can read a book like I swear to God in an hour. It, it's like the old speed reader on Great Space Coaster. Yeah, I'm old. Jesus Christ, I'm it's old. the Great Space Coaster. Speed reader, remember Get speed on reader? Board. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm super excited for it because it's a full blown Shining sequel, and it looks awesome. So, yeah, Joker comes out a week from Friday. Nice. Can't wait. Did you hear how this n- – I see, Joaquin Phoenix, you don't know how much of this is real and how much he is When he walked out of that presser? Because of a question regarding the fear of people acting out what this movie shows, which, God, drives me nuts. It makes me want to act out because how stupid that premise is. But, yeah, he walked out for like an hour. Warner Brothers said, hey, you know, can, can you go back and finish this shit? It's kind of making a problem for us. So he came back an hour later and finished, but – He's a goofball, and what better wh- person to find to play the Joker than I, a goofball? Listen, I'm not going to argue with you. The guy, the guy is, he's he's an odd duck, and I'm not saying that as an insult. He's just it's a, just the way he is. He's just a different personality. You hear about and actors like that yeah. that are a little different. Yeah, and and he um he's perfect for this role. That's why I and we said it four or five months ago when we were talking about. I think it was the episode with Richard when we first talked about this that. I'm disappointed because you're going to give me something that has the potential to be really good, right? And that's it because he's just not. He said, "I'm not going to do it again." That's what he said. You know, if they back they back a dump truck load of money up in his back driveway, maybe he'll change his mind. But I'd like to maybe know that going into it that we have the potential f- to see more of this. Well, the d- I would love to see. I would love to see them integrate this Joker story into Sparkle Boy story. I completely agree. Speaking of which. And, but to wrap that up on the Joker, Todd Phillips has already not ruled out more. Yeah, he said he wants to. We'll have to see. He said, and he was smart because he goes, this one's got to do well first. And he's right. 
Yeah, he, no, he's right. And I think by all accounts, this one is going to absolutely crush it. It's in going the theaters. to. And do you know why? Because I'm going. That five times. Um, <laughs> because it's not up against anything else. Nope. It's going to own the weekend. The, there's nothing else currently out. It really is. Um, maybe besides Rambo, which I'm going to see hopefully later today. Um, but yeah, it, in all seriousness, there's nothing else that's going to compete with the Joker, and it is going to destroy the box office next weekend. I, it, I'd it be will. shocked if it doesn't end up with a hundred million dollar opening. And it now it depends if it opens on Wednesday, like some of these movies do, to get that extra two days, Wednesday and Thursday. It could come close, like in the eighty range, eighty to eighty-five. I think I think it'll make a lot of money. I don't. I only reason I say maybe not a hundred million opening weekend is because the R rating. I'll say eighty-five. I, I I think seventy five eighty is a strong is strong potential. Don't fear the R the R rating. No 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 no. It's not that I fear the R rating. It's just that it's not like it's not in game that you can take your seven year old to. That's is what I'm getting at. So right. a, you lose a lot of a, a lot of family business there because they'll, they'll um, go see they'll go see something else. As Deadpool proved, it doesn't matter. Like people are going to go if it's something people oh, no, are I clamoring understand. to see. You're, you're absolutely right. And Joker is up there. But there's but everybody knew what Deadpool what they were getting with Deadpool, and this is I think. I think there's still a little bit of I'm not sure. You know what I mean? It's going to be super. It's going to be. It's going to be big. I'm going to say, uh, in fact, I'll write it down. Let's write it down. Eighty-five million is my guess for opening domestic. I, th- I think that's that's right where I I'm would. I'm going to say at. eighty-five. That's right where roughly. I would be at. Um, but so I'm going to go. I'm going to go Price is Right style, <laughs> and I'm going to go one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Um, yeah, I'll be surprised, and I would not be surprised if it opens higher. I, r- I really won't. It wouldn't surprise me. Because of what you said. There's yeah. nothing else out there. It's true. Which is a smart time of year to open something. Yeah, especially if you've got a known, a known entity that you don't have to. Because you know what? Um, they, haven't, they haven't advertised the hell out of this movie either. You're not seeing it everywhere. You're seeing it in spurts, but it's not like it's every commercial break. That drives me crazy. But That's when know I know what? a movie's a pile of garbage. But you know what? That's, I like that. I agree. It, I like it just, it too. Just give me a little taste. You know, if you know, someone says here, my grandma was famous for this bullshit. Hey, taste this little piece of apple pie and tell me what you think. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, it's not ready yet. You gotta wait. I just want you know, I just wanted you to see if it was good. I'm like, how about fuck you, grandma? Yeah, bust that shit out. Give now. me a pie or shut up. Hey, no one has to know that we have this you here. You put your <laughs> goddamn apron. You put your apron on. <laughs> it's a. Uh, yeah, it's like grandma. No one has to know that you made this. Let's just do it now. Yeah, it's you Let's and me. You this. and me, buddies for life. Come That's on, what Grams. I say. <laughs> Come on, Grams. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, having said that, here before we go to break, uh, I read an article and I'm really mad at myself that I didn't save it. I forgot to save it. The new Batman, the Batman, right? With um, uh, I don't want to call. I don't want to call him Sparkle Boy. What's his name? Robert Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. They're gonna have six villains in this. And four of them are, are, are big-time villains. Joker is not one of them. I can't remember who they are. And two of them are very minor. But I know that the Penguin's one. Riddler. Uh, and the Riddler Cat is one. Woman. And Catwoman. Um, yeah, I haven't seen the official list yet. But I don't know. We'll ha- I, I don't know. What are, the chances, what are the chances that they're taking this Batman? And I'm going to call it The Batman because that's the name of the movie. Right. What are the chances that they're taking The Batman and they're using Gotham the TV show as a springboard into a new universe universe where you have all of these, like in the comics that you had to deal with all of them all at the same time. Well, because I don't know that I would be opposed to that. 
I can tell you this. The different versions where that has happened, both in the game Arkham Asylum and the the book that I just recently told you and Richard I'm getting ready to get, uh, Damned, it involves a lot of the characters being involved, and I that's awesome. Arkham Asylum, which is the, the movie that they should have made, and what's crazy enough is that's the movie that Ben Affleck was going to make, was yeah. Arkham Asylum, which really made me mad that that didn't happen. Um, if you have the villains that Batman does, freaking use them. DC's got the best Just villains. They, they absolutely do. And that's not to say Marvel doesn't have great villains, because they do, but DC has the villains. Like, they're amazing. And Batman specifically, and you've got a list of that, I say bust them out. As long as the story's good, and they've said numerous times that it's going to be more of a, you see him being an actual detective, you know, the world's smartest detective. And I don't know, what no, nobody knows what the story is yet, but Reeves makes good movies, so we'll see. I, I think I think that they've got to, I, I just feel there's something in my bones that when you have that many people in there, this is going to be a continuation. It's not going to be like, uh, you know, Ra's al Ghul and then Joker and then Bane and Tanya al Ghul or whatever her name was. Talia. Talia. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like they're going to have, it's going to be almost like a, a miniseries, but on the big screen. I'm ho- I'm ho- you know what? Let's, let's try something different. At this point, I just hope it's good. Yeah, me too. I really do. Me too. Especially it's Batman's 80th birthday. Right? <laughs> Old bastard. Just don't suck. That, that's all I ask. Just don't <laughs> suck. <laughs> what if it blows? Can it blow? I, I, I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. I, I. But here's the sad thing. I'm not going to be surprised. Fair. I, <laughs> what, a bad DC hey, movie? Never seen that before. I have to go into this movie with the outlook that I do for any Lions or Michigan game. Zero expectations. Just go in hoping, you, just expecting to get your heart broken, and who knows? Maybe she's hot and she'll take you to the dance. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. Take a break. Yeah, take a break. We'll be right back because we got a fun list. Hello there. Do you like movies but feel overwhelmed by the avalanche of titles available every week in the theaters and on streaming services? Do you struggle with justifying the increasing cost of movies at the theater or whether to pick up another streaming service? Well, I have a resource for you. One Movie Punch. Your movie review podcast for currently playing newly streaming classic and cult movies. One movie per day, every day. We track the theaters, streaming services, and the occasional physical release to find the best movies currently available. We watch every film, then distill it into a short three to five minute review and publish a daily podcast. And now with year two, we've gone spoiler free for all movies within the last three years and bringing on a team of reviewers with brand new perspectives and selections. Want more information? Head over to www.onemoviepunch.com to subscribe to the daily podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at One Movie Punch and Facebook at www.facebook.com slash One Movie Punch. We'll see you there. Oh, Jesus Christ. What did I just watch? Um, good luck sleeping tonight. So the marketing angel walks in here and she says, um, hey, I got something I need you guys to watch so I can film you while you watch it. And she takes us out to, into the front room on the big screen and she shows us a trailer for Wrinkles the Clown. Uh, just go watch it because, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I will say this. You know your tirade about writers? Yeah. This is something you've never seen before. 
but it was based on something that was actually happening here in Florida and literally where, where we live up in Pasco County, uh, Sims Park. Um, so this Ringles the Clown was a real guy? Not a real guy, but the real situation. People dressing up as clowns, showing up at night in parks randomly under streetlights, just literally scaring people, like walking towards people for no reason. I mean, I'm surprised that nobody got shot. Look, I, I'm, I, I know this is probably not what you're going to expect to hear coming out of my mouth, but that's fucking dope. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, it's, uh, yeah, that's, it's, that's creepy as shit. Well, I love the fact that it's clowns. I love the yeah. fact that we're on the brink of Halloween month, and it totally yeah. reminds me of my favorite clown story. Want to hear it? I, d- <laughs> duh. Well, years and years ago, when I got into the miserable business that is the car business, met some great friends, hired in with a, still a good friend of mine today. Her name is Mika. Um, she sat next to me and, of course, made the grave mistake of getting to know me and letting me know she was scared of clowns, like on a... Yeah, that's, crazy a mis- level. that's a mistake. Why? I mean, for, first of all, she knew me by then, never should have told me. Her twin sister um, had a Halloween party every single year. So, of course, we go, and I was thinking, Halloween, okay, I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to dress up like a clown. Fucking A. So I put more effort into this Halloween costume than ever before because knowing it was a big party, it was cool, it was, you know, it was at a house, It's at night, of course. She was going to be there. So me and my buddy at the time that I was working with, his name was Jose, we went out latex shopping. Um, I bought a wig. I I bought the the, the clown uh, afro wig, but I greased it all out, got it wet, straightened it all out so it was gross. Kind of like Heath Ledger's hair in The Joker. Nice. But with the dirty rainbow, put dirt in it. It was, you know, it was nasty. Well done. Or any any Pasco County resident. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Um went and got the you know like the 10 or 15 dollar clown basic clown jumpsuit got that all ratty and dirty you know it was the big one piece you get into with the stripes that go all the way up and down got that all dirty it came with an apron <laughs> so i took a bunch of fake blood and just lathered up the apron um you know like texas chainsaw massacre style but i took it a step further i spelled her name in it Oh, Jesus. On the apron. I mean, because, hey, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly, right? Uh, right. <laughs> so, long story short, I mean, this, I'm, you know, we, we got ready for this game, or this game, or I say game, because we were watching the Michigan-Michigan State game that year, getting ready for this party. Latex on my face, cuts, blood, dirt, smeared makeup. I mean, I wish to this day that I still had pictures. I don't. I wish I did, because I would totally post them, because it was legendary. Um show up to the house open the front door her sister answers the door and not even hey guys she's like dead serious this is word for word what she said holy shit she's in the garage (laughs) (laughs) she's like don't go through this way like don't come through the house like there's a side door i'll go open that for you oh my god she's mean i i know right this that's what we call an accomplice (laughs) (laughs) so we go to the side door now, if you picture this, it's a garage. It's you know wide open, chairs, snacks, punch, all you know all that stuff. And when you open the door, she's it worked out perfectly because she's sitting directly across from the door. Oh Jesus! Get to the door, open it up. I bust out and I run dead sprint towards her. And just I'll never forget the look on her face. It's 
I mean, she, it took a while for her to even talk to me at this party. I'll bet. Because, the, I mean, I just, I was pretty proud of the makeup job that we did. It was, I mean, it was just a blast. Oh. And I'll never forget that. So, and I'm sure so she'll be listening to this, and she's like, that motherfucker. Do you I'll think she's going to go see this movie? No. A funny story, I sent her the trailer during our break, and all she said was, OMG, I'm not even watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even watching this trailer. Not even going to watch this yeah, trailer. Not even going to watch Rated the trailer. Rated G. Yeah. And I don't know. Have we said even the name of the, the movie yet? Wrinkles the Clown. Wrinkles the Clown. Watch it. I'm, you know, we'll post it. Uh, you'll see the video of us watching it for the first time. And I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm a fan. I want a Wrinkles the Clown t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> I have to see if we can come up with something in the, yeah. in the merchandise shop. Oh, Hot Topic will have it, I'm sure. Uh, okay. So we had some breaking news come through a minute ago. We haven't talked about this on the podcast too much because we... On purpose. We, we Yeah, on purpose because this guy's a total douchebag piece of crap. Um, Antonio Brown. Everybody knows what a, what a mental case, I guess. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's fair. Here's, here's his tweet today, this morning. And I'm sorry about the broken English. I'm just reading what's printed. Quote, quote unquote. Quote, unquote. Open quotes. Will not be playing in the NFL anymore. These owners can cancel deals, do whatever they want at any time. We will see if the NFLPA hold them accountable. Sad they can just void guarantees anytime going on $40 million, two months. We'll see if they pay up. Okay, I'm going to address this piece by piece. Oh, close quotes. I'm going br- to break this down like a fucking English teacher would, all right? Let's do it. First of all, sir, sir. I don't know if you did or you didn't, but y- you're being accused of rape. Right. And now twice, because there's a second. There's a second person that's come out. As Richard would tell us, innocent until proven guilty. So we have to approach innocent, it that way. And, and I agree with that. And there are many professionals that have said that there is very little. There's sure. very little evidence there that this is a money grab. Okay, I get it. Yep. But highly likely, but, I'll even but, say that. But you know how you know how you you stop that from happening? You be a decent person. You don't put yourself in that situation. Right. Number two. These owners can cancel deals, do whatever they want. Well, yeah, when you said owners, you pretty much summed it up, you dumb fuck. Now, let, I'll, let's break that down even farther. So athletes can just hold out and demand new contracts whenever they want. Oh, well, they're allowed to. They're athletes. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, it, it, you know, it only works one way, Mike. <sighs> it only goes one way. See, and this is why I'm burnt out yeah. in the NFL. Now, let's, let's talk let's – ta- well, this is – this is just not. This is not just NFL. I know. This, I know. It gets coverage because he you, plays the NFL. You're right. But, I get it. Um, but you're if if they weren't allowed to void the deal, they wouldn't void the deal. So, Mr. Brown, talk to your agent about reading your contract a little bit better. Because if they couldn't cut your guarantees, they wouldn't. That the NFLPA wouldn't let them, and and the the legal system wouldn't let them. So they're only doing what they wrote into the contract that you're. Non-English speaking ass. Let's take it one step wrote. farther, Greg. Almost all of us, almost all of us, have had a job and then found out we don't have a job anymore. Oh yeah. Oh Did, yeah. I mean, everybody. Right? Yeah. Anybody that's held a normal person job at one point, whether the business was sold or, um, or you just were let go or Took fired. Shit or on your boss's desk. I mean, you know, I whatever. Mean, an upper decker in the bath. I mean, what, whatever, <laughs> whatever may have caused the situation to happen. Yeah. Guess what? You can be fired for being an asshole. So, so this guy signs with a team that, if he'd have stayed with them, probably would have had a really good shot at, at getting a Super Bowl ring. Yep. Would have had a stellar season with the greatest quarterback ever played throwing to him all year long. Agreed. 
And he couldn't even stay off of his cell phone last week to insult and crap on and text this second accuser of his. You know, one woman says something, okay. Two women say something, is there smoke where there's fire? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about that. But he clearly did something he was not supposed to do. Just put your fucking phone down. Go to work and play football. And now you don't want to play anymore? Good. Good, because we don't need your ass. And it's one less headache for the NFL if this truly happens. And I agree. I'm, I'm all for it. I agree. Ugh. Mm. But and, and you you do have a fair point. It's not the NFL, but that's all I ever freaking hear about these days. I know. And it's I know. It's not. And I will say this: I am burnt out. I I watched zero football last weekend, and it was magical. I didn't watch a down of football. One because Michigan was off, and it looks like they're off for the next eight weeks. Um, the Lions, I just they're, they're the Lions, and I just enough was enough after that Arizona loss. I'll say loss. It was a tie, but it was a loss. I'm just like enough. I'm ruining my weekends for what? For it's just enough. And then yeah, but you can watch. You can actually watch football that doesn't involve Michigan and Detroit. Y- yeah. You can watch. You can watch the good games. You don't have to live it. Yeah, but but you can watch it and enjoy it for what it is for good for good football. You watched the Stanley Cup last year, not having a dog in the fight because it was good hockey. That's different though. I've seen Stanley Cups. Okay. I've seen four Stanley Cups in my life. You I know, know that I'm spoiled. Do you know how many people in this world's team has not won the pinnacle? Hey, listen. There's a lot. I'm going to ex- even expand on the point you just said. Do you know what kind of PTSD I have from being a Lions fan? Is that from being sometimes from Detroit? I need, or sometimes from I need to take a break. <laughs> hey, and that's totally like acceptable. Ross and Rachel, I'm on a break right that's now with totally the Detroit that's Lions. That's totally acceptable to take a break. I'm, I'm totally on a break. I don't, I don't like that these guys are the people that get the, the ink. Nope. The J.J. Watts raising, you know, $4 million in relief funds for Houston. That should get the ink. Um, Tom Brady posting on his Instagram on the first day of school in Massachusetts about how when you see someone different, you shouldn't pick on them. You should help them out and find out what they are and be their friend. That th- Those things, the guys that the guys that go to soup kitchens and serve, those, that's what. But unfortunately, yep. that doesn't give TMZ ratings. It doesn't give ESPN website hits. Right. It doesn't give CBS Sports uh, video views because they're posting some guy that doesn't even know how to fucking sign his name. That's that's a product of our society that bleeds over into what is legitimately one of the biggest businesses in this country. I get it. Yep. And, and uh, the NFL has a major problem and it's a PR problem for, for the most part. It's a behavior problem through, you know, let's you know, like you said, it's a small percentage of their players. But if I'm the NFL and I'm Roger Goodell, I am going on an absolute rampage of positive marketing. And I'm pointing out the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winners. I'm pointing out. The guys that are volunteering, the guys that are like, um, God, uh, Warwick Dunn that's building houses for families. That's built still hasn't played in the NFL in like ten years, and still. he's built, I think, at last count, over two hundred homes yeah. for people for single for single mothers for single moms who have kids. I am most moms have kids. Nas- I mean, you, there's some that don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's some that don't. Um, it's I'm going on a just a tirade. That's the wrong word. I'm making it a mission. A media blitz yes, of goodness. Of just showing how good people are in this league doing good things. Oh, holy fuck. I just figured it out. What? What did you figure out? All these dipshits that are getting in trouble, we will have wrinkles visit them. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's, see? That's why we do this. Okay, we so. Have good ideas. So if, what, if, what if from that video, from that, that, that cl- trailer, what if we could get somebody laying in the bed like Antonio Brown? <laughs> 
<laughs> have wrinkles pull out? No. Is it, would we get in trouble for, for cultural appropriation? I don't care if we do or not. <laughs> hey, I don't... I, hey, and I've said this before, and it's a great line. Hefty makes trash bags in both black and white. That's Tr- true. Trash is trash. I, I 100% agree. And if you deserve skin to have... color has nothing to do with it. And if you ha- deserve to have wrinkles show up in, in, in your pull-out bed, then... And <laughs> you have to put the link to this trailer up. I had a pull-out I, bed one time. Yeah, once. Yeah, I'm sure you did. And th- his name's Jacob. That was a dirty joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so enough about Antonio Brown because it, I just I just had to shit all over him. Because fuck that guy. Yeah, I got a couple things. That, one more couple. You got anything else that you want to talk about here before um, our list? No, I'm good. Okay, a uh, couple things. Uh uh, again, this is all the media, the marketing angel, because I've been so busy. Um, there's a couple of new shows that are coming. One of them is on Netflix, and it looks really good. It's got Paul Rudd in it, and it's called Living With Yourself. Yep. Have you seen the trailer for this? I have not, but I heard, I read about it, but I have not seen it yet. The, the trailer is pretty weird is, is the word I'm going to use because it looks funny, but it doesn't look funny, but it looks like a drama, but it looks funny. It's about the only way I've heard it described is yeah, just, just weird and different. And and, and it looks like it's so the synopsis is Paul Red brings the existential angst starring as Miles, who is struggling in life, unhappy in his job, struggling in his marriage. He undergoes a spa treatment that promises to rebuild his DNA better than ever. He finds he's been replaced by a doppelganger who is a new and improved version of himself, leading him to fight for his wife, his career and his very identity. And his wife is played by I, 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 I hope I say this right. Isling B. It's very multiplicity. Yeah, but in a creepy sort of way. Like, Multiplicity, they were all on board with each other. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Multiplicity, that's a very underrated movie. That's a great movie. She touched my peppy, touched Steve. My peppy Steve. <laughs> we're going to touched my peppy, Steve. We're going to Miami. I'm going to eat a dolphin. No, hey, you're going to pet a dolphin. Right. <laughs> um, watch the trailer. It might be for you. It might not. Just wanted to throw it out there I'll for everybody. Here's the second one. Um, Jim Gaffigan is going to take a dramatic role in a show called American Dreamer. See, he's one of those actors I don't want to see in dramatic roles. I, I don't either, but I think he's super talented. He is. But we're going to see what happens. A down-on-his-luck rideshare driver who makes extra cash chauffeuring... Sh- chauffeuring. Chauffeuring. big words. Yeah, okay, <laughs> a backup, edit. A down-on-his-luck rideshare driver who makes extra cash chauffeuring a low-level drug dealer around town finds himself in a serious financial bind and decides to kidnap the dealer's child. See, that, that could be a comedy. It could be a comedy. Put it this way. So it should be. It sh- we, yeah, it should be. Um, you know, Jim Gaffigan, I get him confused. Not uh, not confused. I, I know the difference. But he reminds me a lot of Philip Seymour Hoffman. He does. And Philip Seymour there. Hoffman could have a super creepy vibe when he wanted it. Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. When he's... Th- oh. Oh, yeah. I, he was great in that. When you say his name, that's the movie that stands out. When he's got his woman kidnapped and he's like I'm going to kill her and you're going to watch and it, it like he's just evil in that yeah, movie. Yeah, he's really bad. He was a great actor. You know what? I'm just going to throw him on my honorable mention list for villains because he was frightening. He was frightening. All right, so the last thing before we get to our list, um uh, we will be participating in One Movie Punch's Reign of Terror 2019. And what this is, it's an uh, independent podcast or uh, podcasters are taking over the One Movie Punch podcast with 31 days for for 31 days with the reviews of some seriously terrifying movies. Mike and I will be reviewing 1986's Aliens, that's with an S, <laughs> directed by James Cameron and starring Sigourney Weaver. Our episode will release on Tuesday, October 8th, but we highly recommend that you follow the entire series. Um, you can learn more at OneMoviePunch.com, or you can follow One Movie Punch on Facebook, Instagram, or, fa- um, or Facebook, it says here. So, um, Facebook, Instagram, or Facebook. 
all of those. <laughs> um, it, it, I, Breaking news. What do you got? I got a response from my buddy Mika about uh, that clown trailer. Oh, shit. <laughs> word for word. Quote, unquote. I'm just happy he was never hired to scare me. I'd be in prison for murder. I'd <laughs> have shot his ass dead. That is good shit. All right. This week, uh, we had some time. We let our fans. Too much time. Pick. Yeah, I know. It won't happen again, I promise. Next time, we'll do a fucking phone interview or something. <laughs> there ain't going to be no next time. Um, uh, they wanted to do movie villains. I'm top, and I, I was all in. Villains. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. This was, a, this was a fun category. So before we do this, what we are going to do is on our Twitter and on our page, our webpage, uh, top5forfighting.com and uh, at top5forfighting, we are going to do a movie villains bracket for the month of December. Of, uh, December month of October. It's March Madness in October. It is going to be March Madness in October. So we are going to compile a list. We had unbelievable response this week on social media. Thanks, um, guys and girls. Thank you. Um, we are going to take a list of these, and we're going to break our villains up into categories, and we're probably going to do one Twitter poll a day, um, and we'll let it go for you know uh, two days maybe. We'll, we'll figure that out. And then we're going to have our top movie villain at the end. Not, ba- not voted on by us, but voted on by our listeners. So pay attention to our Twitter feed. Follow us at Top 5 for Fighting. You mean we don't have to do shit? We, we just got to post it. Oh, this so is the best ever. We, we can vote. I mean, we can vote w- as ourselves, as G. Bishop and Putty. Right. But, but we're gonna, this is going to be decided by the fans, and then we're going we're gonna to give updates each week and, and break the bracket down each week as it goes. Um, this was a hard list for me, but I'm going to tell you what I did with my list. I did not go... For instance, almost everybody that replied, Darth Vader was in there. Of course. And I get it. And he is definitely one of the top five. But it's not even debatable. It, you're right. It's it's not. I mean, Joker is the same thing. To very, very hard not to argue him as the best. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to kind of go outside the lines and have some of like See, my favorites and not just. Greg, that's why we're friends. That's why we're friends. I did the same thing. And because, you know, beautiful makes beautiful beautifuler. Iron sharpens iron? Fucking A. So what I did, my villains are based on strictly emotion for me. Okay. People that were on the screen, I wanted to see die. I don't want to see Darth Vader dead. I don't want to see Bane dead. I didn't want to see Thanos, well, for the most part. Those are, that's a different category. They're great villains, but they're also people you enjoy. Yes. Like, Like when they're on the screen, you're like, okay, Thanos, perfectly good example. Give me more. Bane. I want another movie with, with that Bane. Like, I, I don't want to see them killed off. Joker's another one. Please don't ever kill the Joker. Ever. For any reason. Um, so mine were like, when they were on the screen, I wanted them dead. Because you just wanted to put your fist through the TV. So... Or they totally creeped me out, or you just did... What a great performance. You're right. I that's They that's put up such a good portrayal of a villain you couldn't wait for them to die that's exactly where i came from that, with my list so that's the road that i went down and since it's your house i'll let you go first okay my number five is kurgan from highlander fucking great call and it's a great call because it's not on my list <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear um you know highlander was a very underrated movie um, it was it was a cult classic. It was a flop in the theaters, but man, when it eighties, early eighties, it was mid eighties, I think. I'd have to double check it. I think it was like eighty five or eighty six, okay. somewhere in there. But it just it, it it's a it's an incredible movie. And this guy, 
you you did. You wanted you wanted him to die. You were like, man, fuck this guy. And frightening. And I love the fact that he's Mr. Crab. Yes, and that is crazy <laughs> to think <laughs> about it. it. That is crazy. <laughs> the guy's known for two roles where he was a complete tool bag asshole, and he's in one of the greatest kids' cartoon movies ever. And he was also, I believe, the general in Starship Troopers. Yes, he was. And he also played the back-to-life dick cop father in Pet Cemetery 2. Horrible movie, but yeah. he was the best part of that this movie. This guy's done it. He's, he's a, he is a character actor. Uh, he does not have a lot of hardcore starring roles. When but you see him, you know him. fantastic actor. I don't know yeah. his name, but when you see him, you know who he is. Richard Mulligan? No, he's, that's not right. Yeah, he's... Uh, that's not right. He, no, Richard Mulligan was the I guy know. on what soap? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, it was a good it was a good try anyway. It was it was a good effort. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I tried. When you see him, you know who he is. All right, my number five, and the, the, honestly, is one of the characters that came up first when I started trying to think about this. But then all the other really good ones came up too. I hope I pronounced the name right. The character's name is Amon Goth. And he is the lead Nazi in Schindler's List. Nice. That ra- that ran the camp. Yes. Um, that movie's hard enough to watch. Right. But then you have him in there as well. That literally, there's a scene in there that just cannot. I cannot get out of my head. Wakes up in the morning with the hoe or whoever it is that's in his bed for for that morning. Puts on his suspenders with no shirt. Goes out on the on the balcony. Stretches. Has a cup of coffee and just shoots. One of the Jews in the head, just for no reason whatsoever. I mean, Nazis are, I mean, known for, you know, villains in their own right. But in that movie, that character, I just wanted to see the entire camp rip him apart. Oh, yeah. yeah and he played that so well because he's just nothing but hate and just e- really a real example of just evil. I, he, without he a doubt. You're absolutely correct. So he was my number five. <coughs> Ralph so Fine was the a- Ralph Fines is the actor. Excuse me, yeah, well, he's Voldemort. A, he's an incredible actor. He really incredible is. Actor. Um, so last uh, the last time we did this, I, we started naming people uh, with their, you know, in our top five. Right. So I, I think we're, we're going to continue to do that just because I like giving shout outs to people. Sure. So how about A A Ron? Oh, the one and only. He sent in five. Congratulations w- on the new house, by the way. Yeah, congratulations, buddy. Um, he um he had a great top five. I'm only going to name one though. And and I'm not picking on him bec- because this is a great pick, and I never it never even crossed my mind. The Wicked Witch of the West. I I wanted her dead. <laughs> how, how, do, <laughs> how do you argue that? You don't. You can't. Y- you don't. So yeah. that nice job, Aaron. Nice job. My number four. Um, you know what's funny? <laughs> you can tell he's got a house just full of kids. Yeah. Because he is a saint and a um, foster parent and and does just amazing stuff, but. You can tell the kind of movies he's watching compared to the movies that we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, my number four was this one actually came to my mind first um, just because this is a this is an actor who played a role who really never did anything the rest of his career. And, and he played the role a few more times and it, the movies were not good. But this is just it's going to go. It goes down in history as one of the greatest movies ever. And Norman Bates and Psycho. 
Okay, another good call. Because he's not, not on, on my your list. list. <laughs> if you watch the original Psycho, and I know there's a lot of people that don't like old movies, like Amy, you don't like black and white movies. I, I, I get it. I understand it. Like uh, me. I've seen parts of it. I've, yeah. ne- I've never sat through the whole original. It, it's, it's, I, I get how it's hard because it's like watching... We're spoiled. Yeah, yeah. R- like r- That's what it boils down Star to. Star Wars Episode Four is awesome, Um but I hate episode one because it happened earlier, but it's got cooler shit in it. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like it's so that not not the same thing, I'm but just you. because of the technology. Sure. This guy does some shit with his face. And it's not like Jim Carrey shit with his face. This guy, you look at him and it creeps you out because right. you're like, that motherfucker is evil. Uncomfortable. Yes. It's yep. uncomfortable and you're watching a TV. And, and you know, he never really did anything else except Psycho 2, Psycho 3, Psycho 4, Psycho 9, Psycho 12. Not uh, you the know, same. Not the same. Not even close. But right. this this guy is just uh, uh, Anthony Perkins. Right. He's he's known for that. Everybody knows who played him. And, wow, I, I, it was on my list from the get-go. Yep. Hard to argue. And, again, good call. I mean, that and like you said, that's all he's known for. Yeah. You're like, oh, the guy sure. from Psycho. <laughs> Uh, my number four is t- another one that just through that whole movie, I'm like, when is this piece of shit going to bite it? And that is Commodus from Gladiator. Played oh, by wow. Phoenix. That's a good one. I, I think of that guy. hated him through that whole movie from the time he smothered his dad with the pillow because he just he found out he wasn't going to be king. The way he messed with, you know, Maximus throughout the whole thing and taunting him when he was, I mean, it. I fucking hated him. Oh, yeah. You know who he reminds me of? The two characters, and it's not a movie, but you know who I hate him as much as, now that you bring him up? Joffrey. Yeah. The, the two of them, because just because of their position, both of them, oh, my God, spineless little sniveling. Just oh. want to see him bite it. I just want to go fight something right yes, now. Yes, th- see? <laughs> and, and that's why these people made my list. For sure. That's a, damn, that's a good one. I yep. can't believe I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Joe Stilwell. He of the infamous uh, greatest softball pitcher ever. Ever. He um legendary public works worker. Legendary public work worker. He he had some really good ones, um, <laughs> and and some of them were 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 funny, and some of them were really good. I, I'm gonna pick his Saddam Hussein from South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Yeah, I mean seriously. <laughs> hey guy. Yeah. It hey guy. Th- <laughs> how he was always trying to get yes. in Satan's pants. Yes. Oh come on, Satan! <laughs> yes. Oh, Joe, that's that's a great one, man. That that's that's awesome. Good on you, Joe. He he had he had Vader. Yeah, well. I mean, l- like Most we said in the did. beginning, it's yeah. it, it, he's number one on probably everybody's list. Mine would be a tied one A, one B with Joker and Vader. Yeah, w- without I, a doubt, for sure. All right, so my number three, um, this one was actually f- from the Marketing Angel. Um, I've seen this movie. She has not. Um, I did not like this movie when I watched it. I like it now, and I haven't watched it again since, just because the more I think about it. Um, it won Best Picture, um, and this guy was just fucking creepy. Anton Shigurth from No Country for Old Men. See, it's a movie I have not seen. It's worth watching. Yep. It's it's You know what? When I watched it, I didn't like it because it didn't go the way I wanted it to go. He is scary in his own right. Oh, my God, what a creepy-looking dude, but what a great actor. This guy is the epitome of evil in that movie. Just calculating, cold, precise, Skyfall. relentless. Yeah, yeah. He needed a better haircut in Skyfall, but other than that, it was His haircut is what made him scary. Uh, true, 
truth. Uh, they, he looked like he looked like um, creepy. Oh, he closet God, pedophile I, I, villain. You know what? Getting old fucking sucks. I can't remember shit. What's old boy's name that owns the the Raiders? Oh, Davis. Davis looks like Mark Davis. <laughs> he totally <laughs> does. Uh, it, it, that it, it's 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 a little violent. That movie's a little violent, but I mean, I'm gonna tell you what. Woody Harrelson's in that movie for about 20 minutes. Fucking mm. steals the show. Just fantastic. Uh, Thanos is in it. Um, uh, Javi, it's just really, really good movie. Yeah. Um, if you have it, it's it's a good movie. Ha- Javier Bardem, right? Javier Bardem. Yeah. Who plays Anton Chigurh in Skyfall? He is he is just a great villain. All right, number three again, sticking with uh, my number five. Colonel Hans Landa, Christopher Walton and Glorious Bastards. Yeah, Christopher Walton's a fantastic actor. There's nothing this guy does that is not gold, but when he played Hans in Inglorious Bastards, that like 20 minute opening scene, I want it not as bad as I think is the Schindler's List Nazi, but worse in a way because he was so cold and calculating, but he wanted he was so friendly. Making it seem like everything he would like, oh yes, everything's just great, and then just continues to, you know, murder the whole house. And the way he does it, I don't think anybody else can do. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really just a. Of course, he's playing a Nazi. For, I mean, so yeah, it's, but it's almost a layup there. It but is, but he's so good. The way he does it, and to go off the topic here with Christopher Waltz, and then you see him in something, and I know you haven't seen it, like Django Unchained. Where he's a great good guy. Yes, he's a he's a great actor. Just as good of a good guy as he is bad as a bad guy, and it's you, you well, have to see Django. You it's know, so good. Nazis were horrible. There, there's no there's no getting around it. But you can, it, it does lend itself that certain level of hatred when you're going into a movie. Oh, this right. guy's a Nazi. I want him dead. Automatic. But you know what? I didn't really want the Nazis in um, the producers from Mel Brooks. I, I enjoyed them. They were fun. <laughs> I'm kidding. Fucking Mel Brooks. You know what? I've always said, uh, when you watch a movie, th- when, when a movie's written and it's made, that movie is designed for you to root for the good guy. Right. You want Luke Skywalker to succeed. Right. But there's a lot of movies where you're like, oh, yeah, he's a bad guy. You don't really want necessarily anything to happen to him. To me, there are actors that can make you despise the the fact that they're a bad guy. For instance, Game of Thrones. How many bad guys were there in Game of Thrones? There was only one that I screamed and enjo- enjoy when they died and that was Joffrey. Handful of off like yeah. anti right he- like yeah. You can you can be a bad guy. Bad but not villains. Right. You can be a bad guy or you can be a bad guy. Right. And Christopher Waltz Cri- Chris Christopher Waltzen. Right. That's his name. Christopher Waltz. Chris- Christopher Waltz. Is he takes whatever role he has and he just transcends it to something else? Uh, He's amazing. Side story: uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. I love that show. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people don't. Jerry Seinfeld did with Christopher Waltz, and he always takes them to breakfast, and then they get coffee, and he always tries to take them somewhere that's fitting for the person. He took Christopher Waltz to International House of Pancakes. (laughs) That's great. That's fantastic. Um, are oh wait, are you up? No, I just did my number three. Okay, uh, Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. So my number two is you kind of already stole my thunder a little bit, but it's a I have a tie on number two. Wait, it wait, I went first. Shouldn't you be doing number three? Three? No. Then you're next because I I already Hans was my number three. Christopher Waltz. Oh, we just talked about him. So yep. then it's so then it would be my turn. Yep, go. Well, thought. we are out of, out of 
See? I'm sorry, guys. Please deal with this. Um, uh, The Merc movie with a blog sent us one that I think you're really going to like. Mama from Dread. Oh, my God, yes. Right? Never even crossed my mind. What a great fucking pull, dude. Great pull. I... Uh, I just pump up that movie as much as I can, as often as I can, because that is a movie that is a crime that there has not been a sequel made. That movie was great. And I know that Carl Urban is even trying to get a sequel made or a series on Netflix, which would be amazing as a series. Yeah, that somebody, with all the crap that these some of these streaming services are, are advertising that they're going to have, Why is that Dread the done? series would be so freaking good. Yep. I mean, Amazon Prime, you already work with the guy on The Boys. Give, give me some Dread. No shit. Spin it off a little bit. My number two was a role that got a guy an Academy Award for Best Actor, and that is Alonzo from Training Day. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. It's Denzel, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Denzel, Denzel is one of those guys who transcends any role he's he just takes. just like Waltz. Even in a shitty movie, uh, even a shitty role, you're like, well, Denzel's in it. I'll watch it for sure. But that movie, uh, dark. If, if it is dark. And if you haven't seen it, you've got to see this movie. It is... You know what else he's it's, in that I absolutely really love that, that doesn't get enough praise is the Equalizer one and two. I have not seen either one of them, but I want to. But they're I haven't seen them really because they're super violent. But I'm okay with that. It, the violence doesn't bother it's me. It's not over the top violent. It's I'll tell you what the violence in those movies is necessary. Agreed. That's necessary. what I, that's what I've heard. Yes. Yeah, for sure. All right. So my number two. Your number two. All right. It's a tie. I got one A and one B. Okay. Because th- I equally wanted to put my foot through the TV. Anytime either of these two were on the screen, and I did take one from a, mo- a TV. So you, you, so your number two and your number one are technically the same thing, or you have two number twos? No, I have a tie for number two. Okay, because my number one was inst- automatic. Okay. Um, Joffrey and Ramsay Bolton. Okay. Joffrey Baratheon and Ramsay Bolton in Game of Thrones. I never, not even in movies, uh, all of movies. I mean, I argue, I argued with myself over two or one, but those two, the performance by those two. As Ramsey and Joffrey were, I hate. I almost hated the show because of how bad they were, and how I say bad, but how good they were because you just freaking hated them. Yeah, so bad. And if you watch Game of Thrones, you know what I'm talking about. So there's no need to drag it out. I think if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, what the hell is wrong with you? I think it's easier to be a bad guy in a TV show because you get more screen time and more time for development. Um, but you know, hated hated. It took you a little time to really get into Ramsey and understand what a piece of shit he was. That was a slow build. Yeah, it was a slow build. Because he even helped, um, what's his name, escape. Yeah, at the beginning. Only yeah. to bring him right back yeah. around to get caught again. How fucked was that? But uh, Joffrey, I hated the moment I saw him. Yeah. Like, you, you pasty little fuck, why don't you walk over here? No. Just a dick. Legendary. Legendary. Yep. Still got a couple more for some people here, so I'm going to read a couple okay, here go. right here. Um, uh, Swamp Thing replied to us, Norman Stansfield from Leon. I'm pretty sure that that's the professional. Okay, I never that's saw called it. called Leon the professional. Okay. Colby. Really? Colby's Colby chiming list. in. Yep. Colby's top two were Joker and Vader. Yep. Uh, fair enough. Yep. He, had, he had Thanos on there. Yep. He had Voldemort on there. Okay. Okay, big and good. But this one I loved, and this is the one that I was going to pick from his list. Sheer Khan from Jungle Book. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, it was, he was creepy. He wasn't as creepy to me as the snake. In the in the in the in the cartoon version, but right. Shere Khan was, yeah, evil, yep. evil. 
I agree. Henry Wanderfuss on Twitter. Um, Amy Dunn from Gone Girl. You know what? I that came to mind as well because you talk about just a vicious, oh yeah, vile human being. So bad. She was great. So bad. This one I love just because better than Robin Hood podcast, Mister Freeze. Everybody, be cool. <laughs> Everybody, chill. <laughs> I loved it. Richard um, is just like ready to turn this off right now. Yeah, he for is for even mentioning that shit. I pile know. Of a movie. I know. Because it's been on cable all weekend. You know, it's Batman weekend. Yeah. 80th anniversary. Yeah. So they're playing all of them, and that's been on numerous times. Malin181 on Twitter. Uh, she had the Joker from Dark Knight, but she. I like this one because this is a this is a very um, it's a it's a rare one. You don't hear no many people that know this. The Transformers, the cartoon that was on when we were kids, yep. was awesome. Well, they did a Transformers movie. You remember the Transformers movie back in 1984, the animated one? Yes, absolutely. Very, very weird. Yep. Good, but weird. Nobody from the show was in it. In fact, uh, Optimus Prime in the movie dies in like the first ten minutes. Jesus. Unicron from the from the Transformers. Okay. The Eater of Planets. That's a good pull. That is a good pull. That's a great pull. That's a good pull. And then I'm going to go ahead and read a couple of marketing angels because she did a lot of work for us this week. Um, she had Hades from Hercules. It's one of her favorites. Okay. Uh, she loves the animated? Her. Yeah, the okay. animated. And Yzma from The Emperor's New Groove. The old woman, the one that was played by Eartha Kitt. I saw it once. The shape, it's, it's fun. And then she had Hela from Ragnarok. She okay. really liked Hela. She, she said, she said her, her words, completely underused, um, but... Very cool as a villain. Right. And Claire Underwood from House of Cards. Which I've never watched. Right. But I've seen really and heard really enough about it to where person. she's praised on that for, for being that good. Awful person. Awful. All right. So, again, all of our followers, everybody that responded, thank you so much. That's very awesome of you. Great job. We've got a fun month coming up, so we're going to keep that up. Yes, sir. My number one is is the Mandarin from Iron Man 3. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, now that your hemorrhage is, now that your heart attack has started, Richard. <laughs> uh, don't. He's already turned it off. Don't worry. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. Some people might give me shit for my number one because I don't know if you want to call him a villain, but he was the bad guy, and he was the bad guy through three movies, and I've probably quoted this villain, quote unquote, more than any other bad guy in the history of movies. It's a great poll because it's not on my list. Buford T. Justice from Smokey and the Bandit. You some bitches. <laughs> All right, I hey, listen, I it's I mean, I wouldn't want to see him dead, but man, you hated him. Yeah, he was a what an ass. Give me a Dr. Pepper and a Diablo to go. I'm in a goddamn hurry. Buford T. Justice. <laughs> I yep. that guy that's the greatest role, I think, in a movie ever. Smokey and the Bandit, and the best part of the movie was not the bandit. It was Buford. It was Buford. He made that movie is what it is because of him. Yes, Jerry his, Reed was great. And his d- dumb shit kid. Yes. What hey, Daddy. Um, oh, I can't even fucking I remember. Even, I, I can I'll picture the actor yeah, all day, yeah. but I just can't remember his name. Hey, Daddy, look at that alligator. That remind me, reminds me to call your mama tonight. <laughs> 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 He's just, it, it's, it, it was a role that was a bad guy that transcended it. And as I was trying to think of ones that I wanted to be different with, maybe he's not a villain to you guys. But he's he's a bad guy in my book, and and he absolutely nailed it. And funny as hell. Yes, sir. Uh, he was also like that for most of the movie in The Toy with Richard Pryor. Oh my God, that's such a great movie. Master Bates. Master Bates. Yep. 
oh, Master Bates. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was just a he was a, a dick in that movie until the, the end with you know the the whole stuff the storyline with the son and everything. But Jackie Gleason was just, I mean, he was a genius. He was awesome. He was a genius. All right, my number one, and I'm sure Dylan will support me on this. Not of not a, the only one on my list that I did not want to see dead. And I think was, along with what Susan had for one of hers, completely underused, that could have changed an entire franchise. And that's Darth Maul. If Darth Maul is not killed in Phantom Menace and is continued to be brought along as one of the main villains in that full prequel series, the prequel series goes from being a joke to, I think, being amazing movies. Because that character in Darth Maul was so good, and people liked him so much that they brought him back in canon in the storyline for Star Wars Rebels, the animated series. Yeah. And the fight between him and Obi-Wan continues. Um, and for I mean, because I'm sure the majority of people listening, if you have watched in the story, when he gets cut in half and he falls down that shaft, he's so strong as a Sith, he keeps himself together and survives because he's so strong with the dark side. And then they m make him mechanical legs. And he continues on to hunt not only Sith, but Jedi. So he's a, a completely off-the-chain bad guy in his own right, wanting to kill everybody. And it leads to a huge fight between him and Obi-Wan. Now, my prayers are for this Obi-Wan series if they bring that back. If they continue that story yeah. and they bring Darth Maul back in that series in some fashion... Would be amazing. He was, um, spoilers, shows up at the end of Solo. And I was, you talk about holy shit moments. I was in the theater watching that. I didn't see it coming. I didn't hear about it. And when they showed Darth Maul on the, the hologram scene, and it's him, and he fires up that dual laser or dual lightsaber, I was like, holy shit. It totally caught me off guard. Completely underused villain that could have been amazing, but I still, I'll watch Phantom Menace. Just for that, he was that good. And Dylan to this day says that you know the, those were the best Star Wars movies because of all the lightsabers and bad guys. I I don't have an issue with those with the prequels, and we need to do probably an episode on 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 certain series of movies. Sure, and uh, we've mentioned it before. We kind of got into it, Colby, a little bit. I don't have a problem with the prequels. I have a problem with Hayden Christensen's acting a little bit. I have a problem with some of the dialogue. Sure, but. I mean, the story is not bad. Couldn't you? I mean, if you boil down to it, not to cut you off, but couldn't you really take any movie and find of little course. aspects of it that of course. just like, eh, they could have done this different? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, not, I'm with you. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to shit all over Rocky just because you got dogs like this. I mean, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Right. I, I just, I, I didn't have an issue with them. I did not like that they went in in three movies. They went from uh, Maul to Dooku to Darth. Right. I thought that you know they, there's, there's only one Sith, there's only only one Emperor and only one Sith the, the at any time. The rule of two. Yep. And and it and it in these movies it was like bam bam bam. But yet we know that Anakin, Darth went through all this training before he became. To, it just kind of felt like we were I'm just trying you. to cram too much stuff in there. Darth Maul was was badass. When, I mean, when that dual lightsaber came out the first time, you were like, oh shit, what just went down? Chills. I, it, I yeah. And you know. The prequels take a lot of hate, a lot of hate, and myself included back in the day. I've grown to just, okay, it is what it is. Just enjoy it because it, it is Star Wars. Yes, 
Jar Jar Binks never should have made the screen, but it did, so whatever. Um, that fight between Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Darth Maul. I, I think that's the best lightsaber battle we've seen in a Star Wars movie yet. I think that is just a, sh- a shade under Obi-Wan and Anakin at the end of Revenge of the Sith. That's a pretty powerful one. That, I mean, it lasted shit, like 25 minutes. Yeah. And it was amazing. But Darth, now think well, about... Well, it had to because of what they were building up to. If you look at the original trilogy, what was the one constant? Darth Vader. Yes. Bad guy from start to finish, concludes the story at the end of Return of the Jedi. You had a start, you had a finish through three movies with one constant. Well, two, really. Emperor didn't show up till Jedi, but that was the constant. And like you said, in the prequels, you you go from bad guy to bad guy to bad guy. You don't get attached to anything, and it's just like, okay, this is they could have just had Palpatine behind the scenes and Darth Maul for three movies, and it led up to a huge fight. Then you do that big fight between him and Obi-Wan at the end yeah. in a different fa- – and, of course, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but could have been so much better. And that prequel series could have been amazing if Lucas didn't have Alzheimer's. Yeah, true. <laughs> Dude uh, just forgot how to direct. He did. He did. Well, just he forgot how he to direct. I think he got. I don't. I don't. You know. I mean, I say. I, I feel like when he was looking at what he could do. And this is before weed like was legal. Yeah, he tried. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he was just so giddy that he was going to get to do what he originally wanted to do. That he just tried. He tried to put twelve pounds of crap in an eight pound bag. You yep. know what I mean? He just tried to do too much instead of just giving us a good story. With some at with some ancillary action on it, like because that's, that's what the first three were. That's what four, five, and, and six there were. There were parts of that Ewoks. prequel series that were that was very good. I mean, it was very good. The, I still watch them. The whole behind the scenes thing of Palpatine. You know who Palpatine is. You know who he is. Yeah. But the way that he drags everybody along, nobody has any idea. Yoda doesn't even know, but he feels something's off, and he he knows something wrong, but he doesn't know who. Right. That was great. It was. It was and fantastic. You know. I've learned to accept them. I can watch them. I know Colby even made the mention. And Dylan's a perfectly good example. That was his Star Wars growing up. Yeah. He didn't have the original. Right. And after you see that prequel series first and you see, like, all the lightsabers and the use of the Force and just craziness, and then you watch the original trilogy, which has very, very little, it's like, oh, sh- I mean, but this one had so much more. And yeah, I, that's I, that's disappointing I to us. I get it, yeah. and I don't ever give anybody shit for saying that. I mean, but it is what it is. Uh, my favorite part of the Star Wars prequels was uh, when Mace Windu got eaten by the shark. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, it was either that or where he says, I'm a Jedi, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a Royale with cheese, motherfucker. Right? Exactly. All right. That was a fun list. That was a good list. Uh, okay, so what we're going to do is with the bracket, we're going to have four categories. We're going to have... We're gonna have uh, villains from four separate sus- brackets. Yep, from from suspense movies, suspense horror movies. But we're not going to do monsters. We're not doing movie monsters because everybody's movie monsters. So we're not going to be doing Jason or Freddy or any of those guys. We're g- I, I know. It, it, well, well, there's we're it's gonna going to boil down to two anyway. It, it is. It's going to boil down to two. And then we're gonna we're gonna do one that is cartoon movies or kids movies. Uh, we're gonna do one that is sh- like drama movies, like like Inglorious Bastards, Gone Girl, or Gone Girl, things like that. And then we're going to do one that are comedic villains, like Buford T. Justice. So if you guys have some suggestions, hit us up. We're going to make the bracket. Oh. We're Rick Moranis and Spaceballs. Oh, fucking A, right? Come on now. Dark Helmet? Uh, absolutely. 
Um, so that's that's what we're looking for here, guys. Send us your send us your stuff on on. You can email it to us. You can text <laughs> it. Give, it just comes to mind. Give me another one. Preparing, preparing. We're always preparing. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so good. Um, uh, so send them to us on Twitter or, or email them to us. If you got our numbers, text them to us. We'll put them on a list. We're probably going to be posting this to start on October 1st, which I believe is um, it's it's not even next weekend. It's going to be a couple weeks. But w- the more people we have, and then we'll we'll get the ones that we see, and uh, we're going to have a bunch. We'll kind of narrow them down, or we'll just go with the ones that we get the most of. Come on, kids. Play yep. along. I'm at GBishop72. At Putty2773. At Top5 for Fighting. Uh T five F F underscore Angel is the is the marketing angel. Uh, top five providing dot com and um, we do have an Instagram, I'm Facebook, uh, Facebook. T- oh, uh, yeah, it's something else I noticed while you were gone. We are officially all grown up. We're on iHeartRadio. Oh wow! Did you not know that? I did not know that. We are on iHeart now. Oh, <laughs> coming coming yeah, from the other yeah. room. I knew it. From the other side of we the house. We should have known that she was on top from, of that. From the West Wing. I knew it. Our next goal, our next goal, just for everybody out there, our next goal is to be on YouTube. We're going to get it set up so we can be on YouTube. There are some copyright things we have to look at and make sure that we don't get in trouble for. But, um, Which I've I had hate. A, I know. I've had a lot of people tell me that um, one of the guys that works for me, he doesn't watch, he doesn't listen to podcasts. He listens to everything on YouTube. So uh, that may be a medium that we're, we're going to get into. I don't know if it makes it easier for people or what. but Maybe make that a poll. Maybe we make that a poll. I I, per, I love podcasts because I do a lot of driving for work yeah, around this great state of Florida. It's a crazy state. So, I mean, th- that fills my drive time. Uh, all the different shows that we listen to, which I listen to to try and help us get better. But yep. um, I love podcasting because it, it's the radio sucks. So it's I listen to it in the car. It. Yeah, it's the radio is just not it's worth just it. It's garbage. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, we will appreciate your patience and waiting on this episode, and hopefully you enjoyed it. Yep. Talk to you next week. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries the, something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me. <laughs>